Hi, everyone. We are live with Jay Bain. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And sorry, guys, Christina couldn't make it. She's helping a friend out today. But um, we are so happy to have you on. And uh, it was fun chatting beforehand just about how Jay got into this whole business and all of that. So we'll, we'll go into that. But real quick, I just wanted to say um, just my thoughts are with everyone in California right now. I just Absolutely. cannot believe everything you guys are going through. And oh my gosh, seeing all of your pictures and just like so many people have had to evacuate and, um, you know, uh, all of our thoughts are with you guys. I'm so sorry you're going through all that. Like there wasn't enough going on already, right? I know, Lord, this year. It's been such a terrible year. Oh my gosh. Those 2020 suck t-shirts are selling real well right about now. Jeez, oh, it has just been crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for everyone. And then everybody with the first week of school, you know, thoughts are yep. with all of the teachers out there and, and all of the parents dealing with all of this. Um, my stepson's a senior this year, so it's like a little hard to not be in school but at least like it's not hard for him to be on the computer learning like it's not yeah. i can't imagine with like little kids trying to get them to pay attention and stuff um, wearing the face mask sanitizing cleaning oh everything gosh. up my both my daughters uh, uh they selected to do in school but it's 50 percent oh, okay. are attending and 50 percent are doing online and it's all whatever the parents choose and so my kids of course having daddy homeschool them for three months at the <laughs> end of last school year they couldn't wait to get out of the house so uh and i'm and honestly i'm kind of glad they're out too and they they need to be around their friends but yeah. you know it's it's face masks it's social distancing lunch is very different everybody's yeah. spaced depart and it's i mean the, the schools have done a great job in in making sure that everybody's safe so yeah let's let's see how this all works out yep fingers crossed i know geez well all of, thank you guys for everyone who's making the time to still somehow be here to watch this show even with everything else going on we really appreciate all of you guys um and I'm so excited for tonight. I already told Jay, I'm like, I've got my notebook ready. I don't know if I will be able to write and talk at the same time, but um, uh, Jay's just been someone that I've sort of followed from afar. I, we've never really talked before, but um, he, he's always inspirational. So um, Kind of surprising, actually. I'm surprised we haven't talked before now, but I'm glad I'm here now. And I know, uh, yeah. and the thing is, I mean, for for everyone that's uh, tuning in, uh, if that's what they even call it anymore, uh, <laughs> Helen has catch been chasing me like for like it's got to be at least six months that that you approached me the first time and said, "Hey, you know, you want to be on the show?" And of course, I was thinking, you know, what little old me, really? I mean, I'm just doing this part time, and there's people that are putting way better numbers up on the board than I am. But uh, I think you know the the central theme was you know, you're able to do it along with a full-time job and be somewhat successful with it. Um, but she was very patient with me because I had to, at my day job, for those of you that don't know, I uh, work for a winery and uh, they have, uh, you know, requested me to get a certain type of certification called CSW, which is Certified Specialist of Wine. And it's a 328 page textbook that I had to read three times and basically memorize over the last six months. So that's what I've been doing with every spare moment of my life. I mean, I really haven't even been on Facebook all that much, you know, check in here and there, but it's, it's, it's been about that. And I, and I took the test a couple of weeks ago and I told her as soon as I'm doing the test, you got me. So 
here I am. I passed the test and uh, now I'm here. So yeah, thanks. Well, I love, I love that story where, where you're like, well, you know, little old me, like being on the show. It's so funny how everyone feels that way. Like you're so successful and, and you don't even think that you are. And, and it's the same with me. Like in the beginning, anytime I would ask anybody to be on the show, I had this like enormous long paragraph, like I'm Helen and this is our YouTube channel. Like it's just assuming that the person had no idea who I was. Yeah. Um, and eventually people got offended because they're like, of course I know who you are. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> so with you, I was like, should I do a whole long drawn yeah. out paragraph about who I am? I'm like, I'll just say, would you like to be on the show? And you knew who I was. And it's like, you're already Facebook famous. It's one yeah. of those things where I'm just <laughs> like, how would he know who I am? But it's like, yeah. I, it's just, people are just insecure. It's just how it is. So, yeah. so many people I've asked, um, to be on the show and a lot of people are just too they, they just can't do it because it's just too scary to be on to begin with so thank yeah. you for at least like um coming on the show and really sure. really appreciate it. it i really am yeah it's 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 yeah. been as i'd mentioned it's been a long time since i've been uh on any kind of zoom cast webcast yeah i love this stream yard thing this is way better than when i used to host shows for my old facebook group which was scanner monkey now scanner society and you know it was really more about Amazon FBA and physical products and sourcing and all that. So uh, Nina knows you from that. She's like a familiar <laughs> face from Scanner Monkey yeah. Days. How you doing, I, Nina? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Good times. I mean, that's I, I, I was funny because I I was looking at um, some old Facebook posts today, just getting nostalgic. And I had forgotten that Scanner Monkey started in 2013. It was like seven years ago. It seems like forever ago, but I mean, it's time has really flown by. And for those first couple of years where, you know, we were trying to build up our our group, I, you know, you're like, what, 11,000 with merch money, I think, 11,000 plus. Look at you. You know our numbers. I, I, it, was, <laughs> it was under 10,000 until um, I'm pretty sure it was not until the pandemic hit that we got over 10,000, like the last few months it's just grown so fast. And, and it's so yeah. funny because we haven't been posting like both, both Christine and I have been just like, I don't know what it was like once the pandemic hit, it was kind of just like, you almost just wanted to retreat. Yeah. It was kind of between oh, the I pandemic and between the election. It was just kind of mm. like, I don't really want to be on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so we both like haven't yeah. been working nearly as hard as we did before, but it's been growing so much faster. So it's one of those like weird things where you're like really like I don't post anything in the group grows and then I worked so hard and it like crept yeah. by. <laughs> I, I I totally agree. I mean I uh, honestly I think I've probably spent more time on the the funny meme groups than yeah. I have any of the helpful groups. You know, just like okay, I laughter's the best medicine. We're all going through a tough time right now. Yeah. I mean and, and then to compound that, I tore my Achilles tendon a few ah. months back. So, I mean, I was laid up, laid up. Like I couldn't drive because it was my right foot. So for two months, oh I gosh. was just like in prison here, you know, it's, uh, you know, even light desk duty with my day job. And I mean, I'm thankful I work for a, a winery that's uh, very uh, understanding and oh, they didn't furlough winery, any of their employees. So we yeah, both have our uh, wine. here Cheers. we go. Cheer. Put it up to the, to the, the camera there. <laughs> there we Cheers go. To you. Um, <laughs> We're both drinking Gallo wines, by the way, which I is know. Uh, a coincidence. He asked me what wine I have, and then he's like, "Wait, that's one of our wines." <laughs> yeah, so I'm drinking the uh, the abstract tonight by uh, Orrin Swift. I never know which way to. I know. I'm... So yeah, so yeah, enjoying that. But um, 
yeah, so I've been kind of avoiding uh, a little social media here and there too. Yeah. And my daughters keep pushing me on. To, I noticed you put some stuff on the in your group about um, <laughs> TikTok, oh, yeah. which I was kind of surprised to see in your group because it's like, okay, what's the application here for T-shirts? Like how? Yeah. But I mean, I I don't think that's what you're going for. Well, you're more of I... like build an audience versus like I'm going to sell, you know, these COVID nineteen quarantine T-shirts or whatever. But yeah, it's both. It's just like how Facebook and Instagram and everything else started, where it's like, how could you like, I didn't even understand how it could ever be a business when when Mark Zuckerberg first started it. I was in college. I'm I think I'm the exact same age as him, maybe like a year younger, but I think we're the same age. Um, so it, it never occurred to me it could be a business because I'm like, this is just like, you know, a thing where you just, you know, talk to friends. Um, but then it started being where everybody was loud on. It, it started where it's just college students. And then it was one of those things yeah. like, oh, geez, let me make sure I don't have any crazy pictures up here. Like now my mom <laughs> and grandma and everybody else is on. Um, yeah. But TikTok's the same way where it started with all, you know, kids and college kids and things like that. And now it's just everyone. I mean, when I, I honestly post- thought it still was because the only thing I see, my daughters are obsessed, both my no, 11 year old and my 15 year old. They spend 90% of their online time in that magic box with TikTok. Yeah. And every time I, for the, for two months, I never understood. I'd always hear this thing in the background and I'm like, am I going nuts? That, that thing that yeah. the little tune they play before it's the countdown where the video starts. It's like, dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> like, what is that? It's driving me nuts, you know? <laughs> and finally Kara goes, that's the start of my video, dad. I was like, what, what video, what are you doing? And then she's like, watch. And then she started doing the whole, you know, oh, dance geez. thing that all the kids do. My yeah. daughter's a dancer already. So she's like already naturally talented, certainly not from my side of the family. <laughs> and I watched the videos that they watch and they're just so asinine. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, how is this entertaining? And they're like, well, well you, well, you, well, you don't even well, understand that. So I kind of thought that's what all TikTok was about. But then you started talking about, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk and, uh, you know, all these other people that are on there. So I may start getting into it, you know. It's similar to how we were talking before the show about how, you know, we were both, we both knew Chris Green. And then like, because he was so involved in the Amazon world, as soon as Merch by Amazon came out, like before there was any proof if it would work or not, like he immediately knew it was an opportunity because he just knew the Amazon world. And it's kind of like that with social media. Like once you kind of understand social media, every time there's a new platform, it's like very quick to see like, okay, it starts with kids and it gets to, you know, teenagers then it gets to 20 year olds then it gets to 30 year olds and then it like yeah. it's just like this progression and, and once facebook like, is completely out once of there you get they don't the, even get on um, that anymore instagram once, and tiktok yeah once you get all the uh, celebrities on it's kind of like it just blows up from there so when i did that post of um gary v first it was just gary v then later I did another post because we had like someone who was an expert at TikTok on the show. So I did another post later and I'm like, all right guys, now it's when celebrities are getting on. Cause at that time, like all the celebrities were starting to join TikTok. So I'm like, okay, yeah. now it's mainstream. And then once all the celebrities have been on for like the past six months to a year. And now like right now it's all the like 40 year olds, 50 year olds, everybody's starting to get on. So now it's like yeah. fully mainstream. Um, but it took over a year to get to this point. So right now it's mm. everywhere. It's adults. It's everyone is on it now. Um, but and those Jacob people Topping that is saying 90 million plus us monthly yeah. active users. That's, that's impressive. How you doing, Jacob? Long time. No talk. Yeah. Jacob's so, a man. But those, 
both people that did it that whole first year that I was posting about it, now they have enormous followings. And I yeah. knew it, but it was at the same, like I knew it was a great opportunity, but I couldn't quite get, I was kind of like you where I just couldn't quite get myself to post the videos and grow the audience because it is so different. Like I know how to do a Facebook post. I know how to do a YouTube show, but yeah. trying to figure out how to do those like 30 second videos, I was like, oh, I just can't quite get myself. Like I did like three <laughs> or four. I did three yeah. or four posts. And I have like 60 followers. Like I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, but RJ did. Like RJ is building up a big uh, following. RJ Martinez is doing it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. RJ is so. good at, the, at that kind of stuff. But I mean, I will say my exposure to it, again, through my daughters, I, I mm -hmm. haven't really had a chance to just play around with it. I, although I think I will just get on my own computer, set up my own account, yeah. uh, do it without them watching because they're going to want me to do dumb stuff. It's like, dad, if you get in the video dancing with me, I'll get way more views because you'll look ridiculous. And I was like, well, thank you. you. It with I, them. I did one with, with my uh, stepson <laughs> and one of his friends. I did it. It's, right. it's fun, like bonding with the kids and they love well, it. I'm and still, I'm still fun. crippling around. I'm, you know, gimping around with my, uh, I mean, I got my cast off. I got my boot off, but I still am kind of limping a little bit. So I don't, it'll make it even better. Up the dancing speed yet. It'll but, make it even better. But it's amazing to me that <laughs> like, I look at, because they have some different things that they do, and, and something may be like 15 seconds long, and they're just lip syncing to a song, and I look at it, and it's like, you got 500 likes on that? It's, well, it, that's why you can make it. so much money with TikTok, because it's it, so many people see it, so... I see all the time these influencers, and it's not like Instagram and, and YouTube where it took years to get to influencer status. These people are getting to influencer status in like yeah. one or two months. It's hyper speed. Um, people are asking them where they got their shirt, where they got this, where they got that. Mm. Already, you can tell they're already making so much money because everybody's asking them these questions and they just post where they got it or they set up like little websites. Like Chris Green is really good at this about setting up like a little, um, you know, uh, like a one page whatever halloween.com or whatever like yeah. a simple easy website to remember and then you just put the t-shirts under that so when you're talking on tiktok be like go to xyz.com and get yeah. this shirt i'm wearing um so yeah people have already made a lot of money on tiktok and it's growing very very fast uh, right. and you can push people to youtube or instagram so if it's easier to sell on a different platform you can easily push your viewers over there Gotcha. So, right. Yeah, Gary's YouTube channel has also doubled in the amount of time that he started doing TikTok because a lot of the TikTok people went over and followed him on YouTube. So yeah. he got an entire new generation. And his really good explanation of it, and I'm so sorry, guys, this was not meant to be the show. We will we will go <laughs> back on track on a in a minute. Conversation, be like, what are they doing? <laughs> but I um I'm excited about it, even though I'm not doing it. But Anyway, what Gary Vee's explanation always is, is, is so important to get on every new platform because you learn the language. Just mm. like how you talk slightly different on text than you do in person or on the phone. Like if you don't keep up with each new platform, you lose a little bit of the language. So like Instagram stories, if you don't know how to do those, then you're not going to know how to do TikToks. And if you don't know how to do like he was on Vine and things like that, like eventually those platforms go away. But you, so even if TikTok goes away, it's still a piece in the progression. Like it's a, it's a time period of like learning. Like, okay, if you know how to do TikTok, you'll know how to do the next thing. And then you'll know how to do the next thing. If you skip all these things, it's really hard to go straight Catch from up. 
a yeah. Facebook post to a TikTok video if you never did Facebook stories or if you never did this or that or whatever. Right. So it's I'm just still catching up to Instagram. You know, Instagram is, is like an integral part of my my day yeah. job. You know, they want us to be posting about events. Uh, you know, a lot of what I do is I host wine tastings and wine dinners and they want us to promote these things and, and gather an audience. And like my daughter, she can get on Instagram and she's like, well, then you get to do a boomerang and then you can put like a banner yep. here and a graphic there and a little guy screaming in the corner. And I'm like, yep. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but like I'm learning a lot from him and, you know, from her, uh, with some of these technologies that, you know, Instagram has been around forever, but it's yeah. been new to me. I've just never really got involved with it. So now I'm like pretty much into Instagram cause I have to be for work. And it's, it's, it's getting to that point with a lot of companies It's like, you have to be knowledgeable on building an audience or at least yeah. conveying a certain thing about a certain product on Instagram. We're all expected to be part of this marketing team, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been a learning experience for me and I'm sure TikTok is, is, you know, coming up. So anyways, let's talk merch. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> we're, merch. we're 15 minutes into this thing and, and, uh, I, I want to talk merch. So yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do go. it. So how did you get into merch to start with? Uh, Chris Green. Same reason I got into FBA. Uh, and I think it's the same reason a lot of people got into FBA and a lot of people got into merch is, uh, you know, Chris is is kind of like Gary. If he says this is the next big thing, it's going to be the next big thing. And so I I was I actually was a late uh, a late comer to this thing, uh, late bloomer, whatever you want to call it. Chris uh, told me, he's like, man, you got to you got to get on board with this thing. And I thought, well, I, you know, I, I, I don't have Photoshop skills or Adobe Illustrator or anything like that. He's like, you don't need that. You know, it's, it's real simple text designs will sell and there's real easy programs and blah, blah, blah. And so he talked me into it and uh, I did see the potential in it. So when I applied, I didn't get a response back for a while. And uh, the, the email, as I was telling you before we, we got on here live, the email address that I use, I didn't check that often. So I was getting a little ticked off. It's like, man, it's been like five, six months and I still haven't heard anything back. And then it, it occurred to me that it's like, oh, wait, I'm going into the wrong email account. So I checked my email account and like four months ago, it's like, hey, congratulations, you're approved for merch. So I've been approved for like four, almost five months. And I didn't even know it. So I got on and I had a little help from a friend who I used to work with at Scanner Monkey uh, to create like some rudimentary designs. Uh, and I actually created some Scanner Monkey shirts. And that's how I got through my first 25. I just like, hey, buy these Scanner Monkey shirts, show your Scanner Monkey pride for $13.07 or whatever. It, I think it was yeah. even lower, about like $11 and $11, something. $11, yeah. Yeah. And so like I sold 25 shirts in a day and, and teared up just because of the group. So I kind of cheated in a way. It's like yeah. I might as well just bought the shirts myself. And so that was March of 2017. And then I started working on uh, just designs of things that I knew. So I'm already in the wine business, wine and spirits. I've been doing it for 20, now 24 years. And uh, so I just did a lot of wine-based uh, designs. And started to get a little frustrated because I wasn't really getting any sales. Like my first month, I made less than 80 bucks, I think. Um, and I just started just diving in and listening to every podcast, webinar, you know, YouTube video, whatever. And the thing that kept me going, honestly, was there's a guy named Michael Essick. I think a lot of people know who yeah. he is. He's a guy from England. He's got a really great Facebook group as well. Uh, he interviewed with Chris Green. And I honestly can't remember. I think it was Chris Green interviewing him. 
And so, you know, I had, I had at the time, maybe, I don't know, 50, 60 designs. And I'm like, why is this not selling? I mean, get like a sale here and there. And he, and he said something that just kept me going. He said, when you start in merch, you need to go into it with the mindset that you're going to sell probably one out of every 10 shirts if you're lucky. And I thought, okay, all right. So it's a numbers game. So I started just cranking out different designs with the help of my friend. Um, you know, she knew a little bit more than I did. And so she was making this design. I was paying her per design. We were putting it up and lo and behold, uh, like a couple months later, I had this one wine shirt. Now I'll even tell you what it is. Cause it's, it's since been copied a billion times and it's, you know, I can say I was the one that came out with the first one, but, uh, I started to look at things and figure out ways to make them about wine. And so my brother, who is like a guitar prodigy, he had this shirt that said celebrate diversity. And it had like a Fender, a Gibson and all these different types, Les Paul, all these different types of electric guitars on his shirt. And I go, you know, I, I could do the same thing with wine. So That's I did celebrate awesome. diversity, but I did a glass of red, a glass of white, a glass of sparkling, a glass of rosé. And I put the shirt up. And like not even 24 hours, like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Awesome. I mean, it like, it went, it exploded in like 24 hours. And within a week I was selling, I'd say probably about a good 50 to 60 shirts a day. It was just that wow. one shirt. And me being the idiot that I was, the newbie that I was at the time, I didn't think at all to like duplicate this, scale it, do anything with it. I was just, just kind of ride it. Yeah you know, on my, you know, resting on my laurels there for a while. I was like, this is great. You know, I was like, well, I'll make some other shirts and just went off and did other things. Meanwhile, all these other people kept like jumping on and making different versions of it, different fonts, different, you know, you know how it goes. Right, right. And like, before I knew it, I was like down to 20, down to 10, down to one. And if I wasn't pricing it below 14 bucks, I wasn't selling at all. Cause there was just all these other people yeah. that got on. Um, it still sells occasionally, like probably get like twice a month, which is, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I have 24,000 shirts now. I'd be happy with twice a month on all of them, you know, yeah. but, uh, that was the one that just like, okay, I'm going to keep trying to get these, you know, knock them out of the park. And then I started listening to Michael Essany, you know, mm -hmm. he had his podcast and he had his show and, you know, he was talking about like all these different designs that he do and diversifying things. And just like, if you have a hundred shirts that are selling, you know, one shirt each, a month and then you just keep building on that. So then yeah. it's like, okay, so I'm going to diversify. I'm not going to just do wine, but I did do other things that I knew. And, uh, you know, they were generally things that were related to my family. So my youngest daughter, why don't you just come say hi? Cause I was going like, to say, I'm like, working over on? here. This is my youngest daughter. This is Kara. Hi, Kara. Say hi into the mic. Hi. So I, Kara, I told your dad he should do a TikTok video with you. <laughs> no, no, don't listen to her. She said I should do a TikTok video with you. We talked TikTok for a while. So Kara is a cheerleader uh, and now she's a dancer. So I've, I started doing a lot of cheer shirts and dancer shirts. Uh, she's been a dancer since she was two. Exactly. Nice. Uh, started playing a little pot in the Wizard of Oz play. And now she's like hip hop queen. So now I do hip hop you know shirts. How to make I do shirts dancer too? shirts. She helped me with a few designs. As a matter nice. of fact, one of, you know, like I had like this list of tips that if it came up, I could share with the group here. Uh, one of my tips was if you have kids that go to a bus stop and you walk them to the bus stop, or even if you just want to walk with them anyways and embarrass them, ask the other kids what they'd like to see on a shirt. 
Yes. I have had so many shirt ideas from listening to these young creative minds. Like I want a squirrel with a red panda riding on a unicorn and it says BFF forever. Aww. And I would put that up or like she was into slime at the time, you know, slime was a yeah. big thing. Like I made all these slime shirts. They started selling like crazy. So, yeah. you know, all these little things that I would just like go to these cheer events and I would talk to the other moms and the dads and like, you know, their daughter is not a flyer, but she's on base. And I started looking on Amazon. Oh. There's not many shirts that are about the girls that are holding up the pyramid yeah. the doing all the work on the foundation. So I made all these shirts about, you know, that's being awesome. on base. And then those started selling and eventually they, you know, became the merch choice or the Amazon choice or what, what is it called again? Where it's yeah, like I think that's great. Amazon, Amazon selection. Yeah. So like, you know, during Christmas I was selling like 80, 90 a day of these, these shirts. Wow. And just because I knew the subject. So like, basically I just started with a couple of niches Mm -hmm. niches, and I just kind of grew them exponentially from there to different things that I was interested in and different things that appeal to people here locally. Like, you know, I'm in Houston. We are the center of, of industry for oil and gas. So I got all these oil and gas shirts, mm -hmm. all these people that live in my neighborhood, they're oil and gas people. So we started talking about what terminology they use. And uh, yes, you are going to school tomorrow. <laughs> She, got, she, she didn't go to school today because she was sick, so we had to go do the COVID test. So. Oh, I thought it was yeah. because you're on Merch Money Show. It's like holiday the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, so I kind of built the business from there, um, just working at full, you know, part time around my day job. Uh, I will say I spent I spend an inordinate amount of time on the weekends. Uh, yeah. What I try to do is like I have we have a, a a lot of late sleepers in this family, especially on the weekends. My wife, she'll sleep till one o'clock in the afternoon if I let her and I do. Uh, so I'll get up early uh, and then all the kids are asleep. So I'll get up early, like seven, crank some designs out until like one o'clock and then I'll get up and make everybody breakfast at one o'clock. And uh, that's where I get a lot of work done as well. But, you know, just started out just being a, you know, one man show a little, you know, a little, I get by from a little help from my friends. I'm a one friend and she just got, after a while, I was like, you know what, you should probably hire a VA because I'm just getting a little overwhelmed with all these requests. <laughs> so, and I'm a bit of a control freak. So I think she was getting a little tired of me saying, well, why don't we try this and move this area, you yeah, know, like yeah. seven revisions. She's like, listen, <laughs> you need somebody that can do a better job with this than I do. So that's when I started reaching out to, um, you know, different VAs through like online jobs, PH, uh, okay. Fiverr, um, Upwork. Uh, my my designer that's been with me the longest, I found him on Upwork. I, he's, I think we're going on our third year together. So wow. he's been a, a staple of my design crew. And he's the one that does like uh, kind of the more basic designs. He has some good graphics, but he's not a guy that can get on a Wacom tablet and illustrate things. Okay. Um, and I started coming up with these ideas, these funky ideas that like, he's like, I can't even touch that. So I got an online jobs PH again, and I, I advertised for an illustrator mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I had like, you know, you had like 50 responses on this thing and I had to kind of cut through them, you know, and, and you've probably done some shows on this about hiring VAs in the past. Go ahead. Any, any information you have, because we, we've talked about it a few times, but not too in depth. So yeah, by all well, the first thing you do is you, you disqualify the ones that can't even follow the simple direction that you give them in the initial email. So it's right. like respond back with your favorite rock band in the title. So if I get a response, it's like, hello, sir, I saw your email or your, your ad and I'm interested. I just delete that immediately. 
yeah. you didn't put your rock band in there. So the ones that have the rock bands, then I look at them and I look at their portfolio of work and then I give them each a design to do. And I said, I'll pay you all a buck for this design to get started. And I want to see what you can do. I want you to make a Christmas design with an elf. And I, and that is actually what I did because it was getting close to Christmas. Yeah. And I want you to design an elf and I want you to have them taken a selfie, uh, AKA elfie. And oh. I'm giving away my designs already. I um, love it. Yeah. So like, you know, each of them did it and it came down to like three people said, man, these are all really good. So then I'd give them another one. Like now let's do a dinosaur. Let's do this. And I would try to make them each a little bit more challenging and then eventually the cream rose to the crop or the, yeah, uh, the cream, cream of the crop rose. Top. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> cream rose to the top. There you go. Cream of the crop rose to the top. And oh, okay, uh, I found like the, this one guy that just did an incredible job on all of the things that I asked him to do. He, he exceeded my expectations and I was showing him like designs from like, I mean, I think most of us are aware of like, uh, uh, I think it's L I Q U E leak. And yeah. you know, this guy's got, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of designs and they're all amazing you know really good graphic artists that he team of graphic artists that he has hired so i use that as this is what i'm looking for i want shading i want three dimensions i want and i was you know i was very meticulous about what i wanted mm -hmm. and this one guy you know he just had it so you know i can't pay him the same that i'm paying my vector guy because my vector guy can probably knock out five designs a day which is pretty much what i have him do five designs a day yeah. five bucks a design that's what i pay him this okay. guy i pay him 10 bucks for a single design because sometimes it could take him three hours to make what it is i want him to make right and so uh you know like hey i want an ugly christmas sweater and i want this and then blah 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 and then and he'll he'll spend like like I said, three hours and he'll send it back to me and it's, it's amazing. So nice. once I started putting the more artistic stuff up, I realized like, this is the way to go because, you know, the, the vector ones are easy for people to do the P for P copies and, mm -hmm. you know, or they like take the font and they just put it into a different font. But right. if you get this guy's stuff and he's hand drawing everything like, yeah, you can do a P for P, but it's really obvious when you do, and it's easier to find. And so like he, those two have been the, 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 the staples of my team. And I've gone probably in and out of like a half dozen other VAs that, you know, either they did work out, but they were just flaky or they didn't work out. Cause I just, after a while, it's like, yeah, they're, I just not digging their work anymore. And I'd say, look, I'll give you another week to find something else, but this just isn't working out. So, I mean, is there's a lot of that. It's just like the numbers game of merch. You know, you have yeah. to a lot of designs, see what works. It may be one out of 10, it may be one out of 20, but mm -hmm. you keep plugging at it. And I found two really good guys. And then eventually after a couple of years, uh, when I scaled up to like, you know, 10,000, I was like, I really need some help listing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I hit the, the online jobs pH and I hit, Upwork and all that, but I just didn't have much luck because I just couldn't find the right person that really grasped the, you know, A, the English language and B, mm -hmm. pop culture. Like they're, they're well-spoken, but like, would they know to look for these certain keywords? And that's what it's all about is finding the right keywords. Right. And so I just started asking around in like my mastermind groups and the big groups. And I said, Hey, does anybody have a, somebody who helps them with keyword research and listing that they'd be willing to like share this person, or maybe you let them go because you just can't afford to have like a bigger team and you're trying to yeah. you know, 
furlough some people. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of like the COVID term at this point. Yeah. Um, and so one of the guys in my group's like, well, I have a guy that, you know, he, he did really good work for me, but for whatever reason, you know, things didn't work out between us. I'll give you his email address. And I sent him an email and, and sure enough, I mean, he works part-time actually uh, writing like a ghostwriter for blogs. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still in the Philippines, but like a really good grasp of the of the English language and, you know, really knows like when he researches things like I can tell this guy's going to Wikipedia and finding stuff that I would, you know, like I may have like um, a design with a statue on it, like a Greek statue on it. Uh, I do all kinds of funky artsy stuff. So one of them had like a Greek statue on it. And this guy found like the French name for this statue that I wouldn't have ever thought of. And like when I started looking at what's bringing people into my ads, that was one of the the keywords that brought him into the ads. So wow. I was like, all right, this guy knows what he's doing and he can string words together. So it's not just, you know, cat shirt, dad, cat shirt, you know, cat mom, fur mama, you know, like where people just kind right. of up with commas and he actually writes, you know, elegant, eloquent sentences and paragraphs and, uh, you know, a lot of the times I'll give him the brand names, like I'll start them off with that and say, I, I at least want this because I want to tie all these designs together under the same brand name. Um, but other than that, he just does everything. It took me about a good like three weeks to get him trained just the way I wanted him. And I pay him like a buck per upload. Uh, wow. and, and he just, what he does is he fills out a Google spreadsheet. Like I communicate with all my people, mm -hmm. uh, using Google spreadsheets, uh, or Google sheets. Mm -hmm. so I have like this Google sheet that is massive. It's got like, I don't know, 18 tabs to it of, I mean, I, even when I get rid of a VA, I still keep the tab to refer back to, oh, this was design that I did oh. back in May of 2017. I've still got it, right? And so, like, I communicate with everybody through Google Sheets and through Dropbox. I'll, like, drop mm -hmm. files in Dropbox. Like, here's a picture that I took at a store of a particular T-shirt I like, but I want you to remix it this way and do that with it or whatever. I drop it in the Dropbox, share the Dropbox with them, and they say, okay, and then they redo that design however I want him to. But this guy, he basically, I'll send him 50 designs in the Dropbox file and say, here's the 50 designs I want you to uh, research keywords, titles, bullets. Uh, in the description, I just have him copy the bullets into the description. Mm -hmm. And because I use this proprietary software that makes it easy for me to upload where I'm not uploading one at a time and I'm uploading just one spreadsheet and then I just walk away and my computer just goes boop, 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 boop. Mm. And then it goes through like 27, 30, whatever, through US, UK, Germany, just uploads them all, resizes everything for me. Which one are you using? Just out of curiosity. because I <laughs> Or my it's, it's proprietary. Did you not hear me? That's <laughs> what <laughs> I'd uh, ask anyway. I'm always yeah. nervous, especially like having a Facebook group. Like you're so like I'm always so nervous to say the wrong things. Like I don't yeah. want anyone to ever have their account suspended based on something that I said. Yeah. So stuff like that, I just never talk about because I'm like, I don't know if it's allowed. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I would yeah. love to do that because it would save so much time, but I do it. I still do one at a time. Like, I mean, now it's, you can put it on all the different products and all the different countries. So it's technically, you know, 30 or 50 or whatever it is. Yeah. But I, I upload them manually myself without a VA. Right. Um, but if well, you can do that still with like, I, I use merchant former lister 
for a long time. Yes, and it's like, it's really this, helpful. what I'm doing now is faster, but I'm not going to say it's like blazingly faster than Merchant Former Lister. I mean, I, you know, yeah. it's, I'm still copying and pasting, but instead of, you know, like with Merchant Former Lister, I'm copying the title over, I'm copying the brand over, I'm copying the bullets over, copying over the description and then hitting it. And it like puts it on 27 different products. And that's great. But this other thing, I have my guy create the spreadsheet and then there's a column at the end for file location. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, C colon backslash backslash merch to upload backslash. And then it'll be what the design name is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cat dad or whatever, you right. know, cheer coach, or cheer underscore coach. And so he knows that like, if that's the name of the design in Dropbox, that's the name that he needs to put after all the backslashes and the beginning of the address. So he even puts the images, the image files on there. So mm -hmm. all I do is when he's done with these 50 is I'll just kind of quickly glance through them. I used to like, you know, look through micromanage every single listing and it's like, yeah. okay, make these correct. Now it's like, I just barely glance at it. Cause he's just, I, I just trust him now. Yeah. And I say, okay, this is all good. And I just copy that whole sheet from mm -hmm. those 50 rows down and I put it onto a template and then I go into the software and I just upload and it just does everything for me. Again, it's a little faster than merchant former lister. And I believe Producter might do it if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if anybody I uses that. They, I've seen that option where you can upload um, a spreadsheet. I haven't tried it because I'm just. Yeah, but I I, I didn't use Producter because fear. it just for whatever reason, and it just made because I'm not the most tech savvy guy on the planet. Uh, I just it was it was sucking bandwidth and it wasn't working quite right for me and it just may have been my setup or whatever and i'm not bad mouthing productor i know a lot of people that love it but it just wasn't working for me personally so there is a guy in one of my mastermind groups that he had a, a solution that he kind of just wrote for a few friends um but i like i said it you may want to try productor definitely try merchant former lister it makes things so yeah. much quicker when you have like all your shirt colors checked and all your you know or you can even set up a template where it's like, I'm doing all of these cheer shirts are all going to have the same brand name. So you set up a profile just for cheer shirts or for wine shirts or for mm -hmm. whatever. So, but you know, anyways, so just any, cause I'm doing this part time. I'm looking for any opportunities to find shortcuts. Yeah. You know, I do it myself for a while. I learn how to do it. And then I teach somebody else to do it, whether it's a design or if it's now listing yeah. my next step, you know, everybody's like, you got to get on orbit kit because I'm starting to, Mm hang -hmm. out into Redbubble and TeePublic. Uh, yeah. I do a little bit on Etsy, but Etsy, like I, I put on, <laughs> I put on vacation when I was studying for CSW because it's just, it can be a bit of a time suck with all the customers. I put it on vacation like a year or maybe even two years ago. And it's, I've never put it like taking it off vacation. <laughs> I know people love Etsy. And your I just, store is there just been on this permanent vacation, right? At some point I'll probably like undo it and it'll be like yeah. account for four years with like a hundred yeah. sales or whatever. Like, cause I just I'll go back to college after five years in Europe. Sure. And you had the best intentions, but it just doesn't always <laughs> work out that way i keep I saying know. i'm gonna go because it's a good niche store it's uh, just not my thing. i started doing face masks on it and, and they were like selling like hotcakes manufacturer so i started getting bad reviews so i just shut it all down yeah like i need to fix all. so i took all those i mean and i had like I, mean, I didn't have a ton i had like 80 listings on there that were face masks but i had a couple that were just like i had one that had a cat like it was a picture of a cat on the face mask and the cat was also 
he was wearing a face mask. Aww. And so like, I didn't realize how many cat lovers there were on Etsy. So it's like, I've got lithium. I was like, okay, well, I've got to scale it. So black cat, calico cat, Persian cat. So like all these cats Amazing. and those things started selling well. And so, you know, and again, it was like, I got these great reviews on it at first, but then something changed. They didn't do as many layers. It was shoddy quality. And I got like my first bad review and like, I responded back, I'm refunding your money. And, you know, I'm, let me take a look at this. And like, before I knew it, I had like four or five other bad reviews. And I went from a perfect five star down to like four and a half. And I was like, all mm -hmm. right, shutting it down, shutting it down. And, and so, I, I mean, I think I will get back on it maybe before Christmas and just do shirts and try to automate it again. Uh, Cause I was using uh, um, Printful, but of course with COVID, they were having all kinds of delays and so I started eating shirtly, then they started having delays. And yeah. so now I'm like using like three different companies and just kind of test them against each other. But in the meantime, I started looking at like where I'm spending my time again, I'm part-time. So it's like, mm -hmm. I'm spending way too much time on this to make a thousand dollars a month when I could be over at merch making $10,000 a month. Yes. And so it's like, I, I shifted my focus back to that, but I still now, okay. So now I did just hire another guy. So I got four people. Now I hired another guy that I believe it or not. And I, I have always been anti Fiverr in terms of finding somebody permanent. Like if yeah. I want to make a logo and I've had plenty of people make logos for me on Fiverr and they've done a good job, but I've never hired anybody off of Fiverr. Yeah. But this is the only guy. Cause I have like all, I have two, 200 and something red bubble listings. And I, for whatever reason, I was like, why am I only selling like maybe two, three shirts a week? I feel like I should be selling more. They're really, I mean, all, all the artsy stuff is what I put on Redbubble. But what I didn't realize is that the artsy shirts, yeah, there's a ton of them on Redbubble, but I'm in a, a really like highly competitive niche that 50,000 people are using the same search terms. And I know I'm just bottom of the barrel versus people that have been doing this for like 10 years or however long Redbubble has been around. And so it was really more the competition. And so I started doing some other stuff on there and I was like, well, I need to find somebody that really knows how to tag this stuff. I mean, I look at a lot mm -hmm. of YouTube videos and I learned some things, but I went on Fiverr and, and like, there's nobody that does that. There's one guy that like says, I will, give you the best keywords on Redbubble to increase your sales. Mm -hmm. And or I no, it wasn't that. I'm sorry. I will critique your store. Mm. So like, you know, and it was like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, you know, they're they're dirt yeah. cheap. I was like, how much I sent him a, a an email or a message and I'm like, how much would it take for you to do 230 something shirts? And he was like, I'll do it for like a buck a shirt. I was like, done. Nice. So he did 230 shirts, redid all of them, redid all the titles. And I had like really long titles. He's like, you don't need to have these really long titles. And he's like, you need to use these keywords and not these. And he had certain Amazing. kinds of software that helped them. And so he did it. I mean, he did a good job. Now is, are my sales up hundred percent? No. I mean, they're still dragging. And I think that's really more about the niche that I'm in and I need to start doing more just pop culture stuff and some things that are already selling well on Redbubble yeah. and there's ways to research that. So I haven't really got into that, but what I've been having fun with lately is I'm having this same guy create T public listings for me because I'm mm. getting immediate results from T public. I'm taking all my best sellers from Amazon and slowly moving them over to T public. Now T public is uh, like, never can know where to do this. So it's, it's up and down, <laughs> up and down it's, yeah. it's a wave. So it's like, you know, I'll have a weeks where I'm like, you made a sale, you made a sale, you made a sale. And I'll get like five to 10 in a day. 
And then I'll have weeks where I won't make a sale until like the end of the week. And then I'll get like two or three. Yeah. And I, and I realized I talked to somebody who's like, Oh yeah, it's all tied into there. They sell, they have sales all the time. And most people know that. So it's like when your shirt's 20 bucks, you're not selling as many, but then it's like everything gets marked down to 14. So instead of making $4, you're making $2 a shirt. And then that's when a lot of people are buying. I was like, well, Hey, I'm fine with $2 if yeah. I'm selling a bunch. So I only have like 150 designs on there. And like last month I made $150. Nice. So, and I know it's not going to be like an exact correlation. Like if I get 10,000 shirts, I'll make $10,000. Yeah. But, you know, it was very uh, encouraging because I was on Public for a year, or I'm sorry, Redbubble for a year before I really saw any kind of results. Like I, the first few months, I didn't sell anything and I had like a hundred designs up. So I just yeah. got frustrated with it. And like for what I just walked away from it. a year later, for whatever reason, I guess the algorithm finally found me, the search algorithm finally found me. Then I started selling a little bit here and there. And then I got kind of encouraged to get back into it again and, you know, hired somebody to create more designs just for that. But, um, you know, everybody has luck in different areas. And I've just been luckier with T public for whatever reason. I think yeah. like more of my pop culture, uh, trending kind of thing. You know, quarantine is a big thing right now. Uh, you know, the holidays, Halloween starting to sell really well right now. I've got some pretty unique Halloween designs. So, you know, it, it, it it's again, it's like merch. It's, it's okay. all numbers. And so with merch, and I and I really am telling a very long story about how I got started in merch, aren't I? <laughs> kind of just no, went I love this. I, I haven't even had to this say is anything. The ADHD in me. I'm sorry, you, but you, um, you are, I I love it. You're <laughs> giving lots of good information, and Christine is agreeing with you about T Public. She says she has 26 designs up and makes multiple sales. Yeah, um, I mean, and the thing is, you can you know, like uh, I mean, I I, I almost I'm, I almost hate to say this, but uh, anti racism huge right now obviously mm -hmm. with, with everything that's going on in our country it's just tragic and and it's like some people may look down on that it's like you're you're profiting off of you know anti-racism sentiment but i i kind of look at it differently in that uh, it's the the messages that i'm putting on my shirts are are positive messages mm -hmm. you know they're not they're not putting down the white race or the black race. It's not, I'm not going, you know, all lives matter or black lives matter. I'm not doing any of that basic stuff. It's, it's more like, let's all come together kind of thing. And, and yeah. it's, it's different stuff. That's not, there's just so many copycats on anti-racism stuff right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you find something that is unique and different, uh, that's a, you know, a decent design or a lot of them are just text-based, um, they sell. And yeah. so, and then, you know, same thing with Black History Month, you know, and, and February does very well. And, and June, of course, is Juneteenth. Uh, mm -hmm. So like those shirts do really well on t Public as well. And so then I started realizing, and I do a lot of cause marketing stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, awareness, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily like jump on breast cancer awareness because that's been done to death with like 5 billion pink ribbon shirts. I mean, I have some up there just yeah. so I can say I tried it, but I find that like, if you're in this massive saturated, you know, segment, you're just not going to do as well unless you have a truly original idea. And there's just, there's been so many original ideas on that. Right. So instead it's like, I go for things that are a little, you know, lesser known, whether it's, I don't know, prostate cancer or, you know, yeah. some type of uh, something supporting, we just had like a women's suffragette, uh, an anniversary, not that long ago. I think mm -hmm. it was like in March. So like the women's right to vote had their 
hundredth year anniversary. So that was like a big seller for a while. And so things like that, that if you can get ahead of the curve, Mm -hmm. you know, they do really well. And I'm surprised to find that I'm still selling those shirts, even though that anniversary is like come and gone, like, what is that? Five, six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, that's a good tip because I think a lot of people, they have chronic illnesses themselves and they, they think of it as like, oh, that wouldn't sell on a shirt, but it's like, no, it does. (laughs) Definitely. If you have, if you know about some kind of uh, awareness thing, I mean, definitely, especially if you have it or know someone who has it, like it, it gives you like more insight into what it's like and and you'll know what to say on the shirt. Absolutely. And I have neighbors that have, you know, kids or relatives that have some stuff I've never heard of, some pretty obscure diseases. And they're like, hey, we want to have a party. Can you make these shirts for us? And I'm like, yeah, and I'll just charge you 1307. Yeah. Give them to you at cost because I know that if there's not many shirts on there like that now, and again, it's, it's, um, it it sounds like you're profiting off of somebody's bad tidings, but I mean, in a way, you're also bringing awareness to something that is, you know, serious to someone else that's going through it or a family member's going through it. So, um, so I make these shirts and they buy a bunch and I get, you know, you get the BSR and then it starts selling and then you scale it out and you find other ideas to kind of tie into that. And before you know it, I mean, I have some niches that I'm absolutely dominating it. Like if I get on the front page, it's like I'm most of the listings, or what I what I really get jazzed about is like when I look at a listing and then you you know how all the listings have sponsored listings at the bottom of them. Mm-hmm. Or you may also like at the bottom of them. Or lately I've noticed they've been doing four stars and above at the bottom of them. And like mm-hmm. 90% of those shirts are my shirt in that same mm-hmm. category because like I said, I was the first one to kind of jump on it. So and you know the, the the excuse that people always give me when I try to convince them to get into this is like, well, I heard there's all these copycats on there. Hell yeah! And if you try to like shut them all down, you know it's whack a mole trying to get rid of them all because they're just going to be there. They're they're always yeah. going to have their little programs. But you know the thing is, if you're on there for just a few months and you get one review, one review, your shirt will be ranked much higher than theirs. You know they can rank they can put it for thirteen dollars and seven cents, and I have a lot of them. Where I look and I find ones that even if they're not a P for P, they're very close. And I'm selling mine for $19.99 and they're selling theirs for $13.07. And I'm killing them with BSR. Yeah. You know, so exactly. it's it, there, gonna there's gonna be copycats. It's just gonna happen. And just I was just gonna to say that it's uh we're all still so early into all of this. We forget because it's like you know, people that started in 2015 or 2016, and now it's like 2020. So it's like, oh, I'm so late to the game. But we're it's literally less than 10 years that merch has been around and it's gonna keep going into the future. Yeah. So anything that you put up, I mean, you're gonna have time on your side. Like if you get a sale oh, yeah. on it it's going to help you for the rest of your life because your shirt has been up for so long, like when we're like 10, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I still get sales from some of my very first shirts. And with me, like I'm not nearly as good at you at picking like, you know, something that's relevant to right now. So like, I don't have really anything having to do with anti-racism up, which is like stupid. Like I probably should, but I just, for whatever reason, like I just have so much just evergreen, just, you know, like about sports or about about whatever, like all this like stuff that's always going to be around. And it's like, it's slow going, but at the same time, it's like, 
I have all of these basic shirts about basic things that are always going to be around and they've been selling for so long that it kind of helps you keep relevant because you're one of the first ones with a baseball shirt or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, th I think there's something to be said for, for evergreen as well. And, and even getting into saturated niches, it really does help once you start to have sales and especially yeah. with advertising too, it's like you can kind of make yourself, um, yeah, if you're not advertising right now in this environment, you, you need to be. You yeah. need to figure out a way to get on. And I mean, and I'm just ecstatic because they just opened up uh, advertising in UK and Germany for me, which I think they did for a lot of people. I mean, with uh, the six markets that we now have in Japan yeah. today, uh, I mean, I've got some shirts. I'm, I'm like, I saw this and I like shrieked like a little girl. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Japan. I have so many designs that already have like Japanese yeah. characters on them and samurais and stuff like that. Cause that stuff sells. I mean, there's yeah. a, a subculture or culture or whatever. And, and, you know, my guy who is my illustrator, he can make these types of designs with like really cool looking samurais and he knows how to write Japanese kanji writing. And so like I had him made a whole bunch of those and they sell really well. So I'm thinking, well, I would imagine they're going to do well in, in that market, you know, and I have certain shirts that it's like do really yeah. well in Germany, Italy, and Spain. I don't know. I, that, that one's a, a bit of a like uh, some shirts where I'm like, I wonder if it's just the type of humor. Like I have like some stupid, like pun type shirts that yeah. sold a few times in the U S and then do really well in England. Yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, it's funny when that happens. And yeah. what, what always surprises me. And I guess it's just because you have a lot of expatriates that live over there, military, what have you. Like I sell shirts, like I have a lot of state shirts. I have like Alaska, I have Wisconsin, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of state pride kind of stuff, things that are particular about those States, mm -hmm. you know, something that they're proud of or some kind of slang they use that nobody else is, you know, yeah. Pittsburgh, they have all kinds of slang. I have Pittsburgh Christmas shirts and they sell like crazy. They sell better in Germany than they do here in the U S or they sell better in the UK. Then it's like, why is somebody buying an Alaska shirt in the UK? And why yeah. am I selling so many of them over there and so few over here? Uh, but like I said, I guess it's just, you know, people that are, that are moving around and they they want a little taste of home. And so, I mean, that same thing happened when I was doing FBA in my first three years. And I was like going to, to Bucky's convenience store down the street from where I live in Texas. And they have these beaver nuggets and yeah. uh, Bolo be on the lookout. This is a term we used to use all the time. And I'd buy these beaver nuggets, yeah. you know, these, these like some, basically like caramel corn, but they call them beaver nuggets and uh -huh. they're good, really tasty. And you buy them for like two ninety nine a bag and you sell them for like $29 on Amazon because they don't have Bucky's up north. So somebody yeah. in Minnesota is really missing that. And they're like, Look I'll at that. We're doing FBA. We're doing FBA. We're doing TikTok. We're covering it all. I'm covering it all. You <laughs> all have everything covered. Um, but I was just going to say, um, well, I was also going to comment that I had the same thing where I was talking about the South, like some kind of referring to some kind of thing people say in the South of the U.S. Like I was thinking U.S., but it was selling in other countries. And I'm like, I wonder if they think it's like the South of their country or like yeah. <laughs> if they understand it's referring <laughs> to the US. Um, but anyway, let's answer some of these questions people have posted. All right. And guys, if you have more questions, we're wrapping up. I know um, we don't want to keep Jay too long over. You got me time. for how long, however long you need me. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, if questions people want me to stick around, if they don't, then I'll, I'll kick myself off. We never even talked about your numbers, I don't think, except for the Facebook post. The people who are just watching the YouTube uh, show, I yeah. mean, Jay has, well, you tell the numbers. You have over 100K tier and 
Yeah, which is not as special as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I was stunned. I, I I got in my little mastermind group. There's like 24 of us, and and I uh, everybody got it. I was like, hey, everybody, I got a hundred thousand dollar or hundred thousand k tier or hundred thousand tier. Get it right. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I, but I, but I've only sold like you know forty eight thousand shirts. How can this be? And I'm right. only at like thirty thousand right now. Uh, what's happening? And then of course, everybody's like, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, you know, Amazon obviously is getting, is allowing people some room for you need to with all these new Italy and Spain and, you know, all yeah. the new markets that are coming. And so, I mean, I'm still really happy and I, and I know I won't fill it up. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I am quality over quantity. I mean, I, I, I still think it is a numbers game definitely, but like, I want to do the right numbers. Like, uh, I, I don't, when I first started, of course, I was just throwing all kinds of crap against the wall to see what yeah. would stick. And honestly, a lot of crap sold back then because there just wasn't much confidence. Now there's crappy sells. designers that are like making really good money. You know, I was like, wow, you said design for Disney and Target. I'm like, oh, okay, how am I going to beat that? You know, Time makes oh, a big difference. I still have shirts that are pretty simple that are still sell from when I first uploaded. Like, I really think time makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's or why reviews, like, if you get a review on it, and you used to get, you know, again, if you had less competition, you were probably getting more reviews back yes. then. But, yeah, I have uh, Lily is asking in the group, you mentioned you paid the designer $5 a shirt or $5 for three shirts. It's actually for one shirt. Now, I know you may have had people on this show, and I know people that I've been following, you know, RJ being one of them, There, there's some some gurus out there and, and I have nothing but respect for these guys that have found people that have made amazing designs for two bucks a pop and that yeah. more power to you. Um, I tried it several times and I was never really happy with uh, the quality. And so once I hit that $5 mark, I started noticing appreciably better designs and shirts and they were selling better. So I was like, I'm happy with this, you know, five yeah. bucks and I'm giving them four to five a day. It's 400 bucks a month. And then my other guy, 10 bucks, he does one to two a day. You know, he's making 400 a month. And then of course my, my list are doing, you know, a dollar, uh, a listing. And, you know, I have different months with that one, but like, I, I feel like $5 is it's worth it for yeah. the work that he does. And $10 to me, I almost feel like I'm ripping this guy off because he makes and you can keep people designs. longer term. If you're paying them well, like they're going to want to oh, stay yeah. with you a long time. So I you, mean, that would be my that number loyalty. one tip. If you have somebody good, take care of them. Yeah. I mean, like I, you know, the week that I took my CSW, I honestly didn't want to focus on anything but that. So I said, look, guys, take a week off, paid vacation, be with your family, you know, and they're going through some tough times now with COVID in the Philippines yeah. as well and uh, in the Ukraine. Do uh, you do so that like extra month of pay at Christmas time? I do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. 13th month, I always pay 13th month. And that's, okay. uh, they're so appreciative. Uh, and I had one that, uh, you know, her her niece died. Uh, she does Etsy stuff for me, but I've now I've got her you know, she's kind of like a, a part-time. So I, I guess you yeah. could say I have like four and a half VAs. Uh, like she still does some stuff for Tee Public and Redbubble for me. So I honestly, like I could probably have my one guy do all of it, but she's just had so many bad things happen with her and her family. I feel like I want to take care of her a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and, and and it's not like I'm, I'm probably giving her <coughs> 200 bucks a month. But it means so much to her, and 200 yeah. bucks when you're making, you know, a, over 10k a month is not all that much, and it's yeah. it, 
worth it. And her niece just died. And, you know, I was like, look, take a week off, focus on your family. Uh, you know, she's like, can I get paid for like the next four weeks because I'm going to help her with a funeral. So I paid her the next four weeks. And I said, this is a bonus and, you know, Aww. go ahead and, and still get your weekly pay, but oh, nice. you know, give your sister my best and stuff like that. So, I mean, okay. I've always been like that. I've always been in sales, I've been in sales for, you know, between wine and, and everything else I've done, it's been 30 plus years. And it's like wow. you treat people, your, your merchandisers, what have you, your, your like right now I have like 180 reps that I deal with at my distributor and I wow. train them, I work with them, <coughs> but they do, they also deal with like <coughs> 300 other suppliers. So like, how do you stick out? You know, yeah. Just give them basic, uh, you know, kindness and courtesy and, <laughs> Show them you care. Hold on, let me get some water. Yeah, yeah. While you're doing that, let me read you some. This question's long, so it'll give you time to get your breath back. Um, <clears throat> Christina asked in the Facebook group, so I can't show the comment. It says, "How do you work with your VAs on design? Do you provide examples, and do you do all of the research yourself? Also, what can we expect in terms of paying a VA for a design?" hourly what is the fair amount um i have a lot of unique and original ideas but i'm looking for someone who can execute my ideas in a more creative way than i can so just looking for advice on hiring and this whole show you've done such a great job explaining how vas but if there's anything else you want to add that to me <clears throat> that was the game changer for me the two the two big game changers for me were one vas and two ams ads <clears throat> Once I did that, every my business went to the next level, went to the next five levels, right? So I started really, you know, focusing my attention on uh, like Neil. We all know, we all know, we all love Neil Lassen. Yeah. He's a buddy of mine as well. I, I, if you're just if you're new to the business, by the way, go to MerchantFormer.com. Don't even get the software. Just go to MerchantFormer.com and start at Neil's blog at video number one and work through video number could he's probably doing like a hundred at this point and just yeah. go one to a hundred and just watch every single one and take copious notes. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I learned was from Neil and from Chris and from Matt Carlett, a big, you know, big influence on me. That was a turning point. Also listening to his interview, you know, I had Michael Essex mm -hmm. interview talking about if you sell one in 10, that's not bad. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm in the, I'm on the right path. And then Matt started talking mm -hmm. about his sales and selling leap day shirts on uh, God, what was the podcast? Stephen Peterson's e-commerce momentum. Well, I was going to ask you which podcast. Like, I've, I was yeah. on Stephen Peterson's podcast one time. Yeah, I've I've been on there a couple. He he interviewed me once when I was at Scanner Monkey, and once afterwards when I my house flooded, and I was talking about you know not wanting to leave my full time job, and people thought I was nuts. It's like, well, you can make more money doing this. I was like, yeah, but I I, I like my job. I like going to to Italy and, and New Zealand and California and and having a company car and you know all these little perks that you get with the job and wine dinners like. I get paid to go have five course meals and drink wine with people that find me fascinating because I happen to know a little bit more about wine than they do, you know? And it's like, you make it to where it's not so mysterious to them. And it's like, yeah. you know, okay, here's what malolactic fermentation is. And it's like, I'm going to teach you this. And now you're going to sound like a cork dork for your friends. And you're, <laughs> gonna, you know, and they're like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, <laughs> so, you know, you know, Steve was telling me, he's like, why are you not, you know, cause I had scanner monkey. I had, 
another program, another software thing I was selling. I had all these things going on and I was getting so burned out on FBA at this point and packing boxes. And at the time my son was living with me, but then he moved out and I'm like, I, I don't have any help and I got to do this by myself. No, I'm done with this. And then of course, merch fell into my lap and it's like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to go into anything else ever again. That's not royalty based. To be able to I take off like, you know, two weeks on vacation and just money's rolling in. You don't have to like put inventory back in there. You have to go back to Walmart and find yeah. that same toy at the same price at whatever clearance. It's it's just it's it's a godsend. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I went off I, on track. So we I, were was just thinking, yeah. I, I just keep wanting to add in little things as to what you're saying because I love that you're able to still do a job but also still do merch. And I think a lot of people are in that position um, where they have to do that. But you also, um, it's nice that you want to do that because I actually, the last few months have been feeling like I really miss <laughs> working like I, I think it's because of uh coronavirus like everybody was stuck at home and things like that and I'm like absolutely being part of a team and I was sales too I was a loan officer um oh really uh, I have a yeah. finance degree I used to be a loan officer at a place in Florida when I lived out there yeah, I got in oh, during the financial like it. <laughs> I got in during the financial crisis it was a little crazy because I was a manager at a bank and everybody was like are you yeah. nuts like why would you go like everyone's leaving the mortgage industry and I was like I don't know I feel like it's the right thing to do and I went in so there was like a tenth of the loan officers that there used to be because everyone had quit and um it was right at the beginning of refinances like rates just went down for years um and so i just i didn't even do purchases that much which is normally what you think of with loan officers i just did refinances like just called everyone at bank of america i was like would you like to refinance you'll save this amount would you like to re and i just like all day long all day long and i yeah. made a ton of money from that um and I kind of miss but it. It's feast or famine, though, isn't it? Like when the interest rates are high, you're starving. But when the interest rates are low, because I, I did, I worked at a bank too. I worked at uh, at a CNS National, which became something else, which became Bank of America. Yeah. And I was a teller, moved into different roles and lending and all that. And then I yeah. then I went off into title insurance. So like mm -hmm. title insurance, same thing as the bank. If yeah. people are buying houses, everybody needs title insurance. But if nobody's buying houses, then people are drinking a lot more now during COVID. They're just doing it on the retail side. They're doing it at home and right. have it delivered to their house with Drizzly and other apps and things like that. But it's still, they're still buying restaurants. On the other hand, they're struggling. You yeah. know, of course, wineries are struggling in California because of all the fires and all that, but uh, we really went off on a tangent here. Let's, let's get back right. to VAs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think so, okay. The question was, how do I work with my VAs? Right. Mm -hmm. That was part one of the question, right? Yep. And um, do you do all the research? Do you I'm not hearing you right now. Oh, I said, do you do all the research? Can you guys hear me in the audience? Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> all right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, sorry, I lost you there for a second. Yeah, um, you do all the research. Yeah, so I exactly. So that's the one thing I probably will never hand over to anybody. I'm, I'm, uh, I kind of like that part of it. I like researching, you know, looking at trends. Uh, although I will say, like you, I'm, I mean, I'm not like that's not like fifty percent of my business. Trends are maybe ten percent. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to have more evergreens too. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I like seeing every time I open up my daily sales, it's like, oh, that one's still, you know, doing six, seven a day. And it's just an evergreen and it's doesn't matter what time of year it is, it's going to sell. Yeah. Um, so I do the research and then uh, I come up with the design ideas. And what I do is I will fill in. I have a spreadsheet that I, I told you I was going to upload to your group and I haven't gotten around to it. I'll probably do it like when we get off here. Okay. Uh, it's the Excel spreadsheet version of my Google Docs. So I have a column for you know, what's what's the job number. So it'll have like their initials, you know, uh, RC is his initial underscore zero 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 one job one. And then it'll be here's the date that it was assigned. And then it's I have three columns um, and they're for links. So uh, one thing that is essential to me is a Dropbox account. And I've got like the two terabyte Dropbox account that I will never fill up but it's got so many designs in it and so many ideas in it. And so uh, I use Dropbox for when I am uh, out in public and I take a picture of something with my, my phone and I will upload it because you have your Dropbox app on your phone. I will upload it to my Dropbox and it just, it just, the, the file is just merch ideas. Mm-hmm. So, and I will share that file with all three of my VAs and then I will take that link, you know, you say share, copy link, and then I put that link on my spreadsheet. And then the second link might be a link to uh, my font database. So I use a service that Christina, your partner, mm-hmm. turned me on to called Creative Fabrica. Oh, and nice. so now they do this thing where they allow you to organize all your fonts. So I have like one, one category for thin fonts, this small, one category for bold, one for feminine, one for masculine, one for scary, Asian, you nice. know, Cinco de Mayo, whatever things that, that you feel will melt. I'm, I'm a bit of a font snob. I'll, I, I, over the last three years, I've become very particular about the kind of fonts that I <laughs> use. I really find that it does make a difference, you know? Oh yeah. And you know, you definitely, you want to have the fonts that stick out cause you're only looking at thumbnails. And I know Ken was the one that kind of talked to me about this. Like if your shirt's not standing out in a group of like 30 other shirts, they're just going to, pass you by you know yeah so you want to find the right fonts and the right design and all that so i will put like a link that's like use this uh merryweather font and then the third link may be like another amazon shirt or red bubble or t public shirt it's like this is the placement i want you to do but i want you to use completely different graphics and instead of using these five words i want you to replace these two with it so like then the next column will be my instructions on what i want done with that design so to be like uh um you know cheer mom and that's in bold and then everything after that is like pink font cursive use this font uh look at the placement on this Amazon listing. And it's, I, I, I know I probably go into more detail than most. Like I look at RJ used to do a deal where he would like share his research and I would always enjoy seeing his, his design process and, and his ideas and what he came up with, but he really trusted his designers. He just like, yeah. he would just put the link to an Etsy shirt and go do something like this, but right. make it your own, make it better, do a remix on it. I can't do that. I've, I've got to basically be able to say, I want this font to look this way. And I guess like, I, I like to be creative. I just don't have the talent for Photoshop and I don't have the patience to learn anything, you know, uh, other than learning how to use Dropbox and, you know, Evernote and all these different apps that I use to kind of pull all this together into this one central hub. So that spreadsheet is my communication with them. And when I hire these VAs, 
the first thing I ask them is like, how do you normally communicate? Do you use Facebook Messenger? Um, do you use WhatsApp? Uh, how do you get paid? How do you like to get paid? Do you, do you PayPal? Do you use, there's also Zoom, which is a X-O-O-M. A lot of them like to be paid that way in the Philippines. So you get all that stuff down and you create a file for each VA. And then you just basically make it easy for them to do business with you. And so I have one guy that um, he will send me designs through Upwork because I hired him on Upwork, upwork.com. Really great site if you want to hire uh, designer VAs or whatever. I mean, they, they do everything there. It's not just for, you know, design. It could be anything, uh, office assistant, what have you. So he communicates everything through Upwork because that's way Upwork prefers him to do it. So he'll send me five design files, five PNGs, and I'll look at them and I go, you know, revise this, change that, scratch that out, add this element to it. And then he will send the revisions to me and I go, perfect, good to go. And then he'll email all four of those designs to me. My other designer, on the other hand, we do everything through Dropbox. So I'll mm -hmm. say, you know, uh, here's here on your spreadsheet. Here's what I want you to create. I want you to do an astronaut in space, but the background is Van Gogh's Starry Night painting. And so he'll do that. He does a lot of fo uh, photography art. It's amazing. He can take different photographs and recolor everything and recalibrate everything. And like this, the remixing that this guy can do is, is incredible. Neat. And so he'll send me the design into, he'll send me a Gmail uh, to my Gmail account. We communicate through Gmail and it'll say, here's the link to the four designs you requested. And I'll go into Dropbox and I'll go through them one by one. And then I'll send them a Gmail back saying, change these two designs this way. Here are the revisions that I want. And then he'll send me another email with a link to the two revisions. And then I download those designs onto my laptop. And I start everything from one file that just says all design uploads. And the first thing I do is I move it from that folder to another folder that says merge to upload. And that's where I have like the uh, the links to each of the images that my lister now can reference where it's like, you know, www or no c drive c drive colon backslash backslash merged upload backslash cheer underscore mom and then I, that just makes it really easy for me to upload and then i upload everything and then i put it into another file saying uploaded to merch not other pods and then i go to the he public and then i go to Redbubble. Uh, so mm -hmm. I kind of just work, work my way down the line. So that's kind of my process with the VAs, but my communication with the VAs is always, you know, Gmail or, uh, the young lady that works for me, she prefers to do WhatsApp cause I keep trying to send her messages through, through Facebook. Um, but she'll get them like three days later cause she doesn't check her Facebook that often. I was like, mm -hmm. is there something we can do to speed this up? And she's like, well, you know, I'm on WhatsApp and you know, they got like the 50, thousand digit long phone number you got to remember to put in there and once you get that in then you know it's like really easy to communicate in real time yeah. um so you just set up the communication from the beginning you set up the payment from the beginning uh but in terms of finding them it's like i said it's two two things it's 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 online jobs ph or um uh or upwork yeah. and then once i get them situated it's really just like clockwork every morning I, you know, get up and, you know, my eight o'clock in the morning is their nine o'clock at night. And that's usually when they do their best work and revisions. And so I'll, I'll send them something on Upwork saying, here are the changes. And like five minutes later, he'll go, okay, done. And then 10 minutes later, I'll get the revisions and I'll go, perfect. Send them. He sends them. And it's like the next day. 
So I, that, that's like the magic hour for me is between eight and 10 because they work really well between like nine at night and 11 at night or midnight or whatever. Some of them are up to like two in the morning, you know, yeah. then I got the guy in the Ukraine. It's he's, he's a little different, but uh, yeah. And I got a software developer in Australia, you know, it's <laughs> amazing. You have been so helpful today. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Um, yeah, they all like, she had like three prongs to that question. Oh, it's like, okay. And then we got more questions too. So okay. I don't all know, right. um, but we, we can wrap this up pretty soon, but um, Lily's asking, um, do VAs go into your account? No. No. Okay. No. Uh, my Etsy account, yes, absolutely. That, that one is, Etsy is, uh, for a while, my design was on autopilot. It was great. Once I got her set up, uh, and uh, like she is on, my, I, I will say this, my VAs have the, the privilege of using a lot of, you know, cool tools and resources and apps. Uh, Canva, I use Canva a lot for creating mock-ups for my shirts for Etsy. So she's become like this whiz with Canva and she'll create all my mock-ups and upload them to Etsy and upload my keywords and all that. So I basically, I created instructions that are like 10 pages long that took me all night to like, okay, step one, go into this. Step two, go into Dropbox. Step three, put it on Canva, put it on a gray shirt, put it on a white shirt, put it on a black shirt. You know, I basically wrote it all out. I put screenshots on it. You know, a lot of people, they do videos. I'm not I'll do videos too, but I'll use the videos to just kind of support what I already printed. So it's like that way there's never any questions. They just can, it's like, if they have a question, like refer back to your document and it'll be on there. So, um, so no, nobody accesses my merch account. Uh, my first person that worked with me, she did, um, you know, she's in America. She was somebody that worked with me at scanner monkey for, for, wow, four years. And it's not Cordelia. It was, it was, um, it was Ashley. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people know Ashley and then she was, you know, the one that kind of, she was already doing good merch business before I even got into it. So I just yeah. like, you know, you know, hold my yeah. hand. Like this. Yeah, it's and, totally different yeah. if, they, if yeah. they like are working at your business in your location. Yeah. But they but. access all my stuff, like Creative Fabrica, all of my VAs have access to, they have all the fonts that they need, all the, you know, graphics you can get from. I mean, I, I can't say highly enough, uh, enough things about that. Canva, same thing. They all have access to Canva, Dropbox, mm -hmm. you know, so I give them all the tools they need, but I'm the one that puts everything on the spreadsheet and uploads it to Amazon. Right. I don't let touch that. Ariel, I love your comment. He said, thanks, Jay and Helen, for the great and interesting show. It fired me up. So many ideas in my brain that has been rusted started to move again. <laughs> and thank you for helping my countrymen. Oh, Ariel, you are that. amazing. So he's in the Philippines and he's been on the show before. He also is a very successful um, merch account. I, I'm sure you're at 100K too, right, Ariel? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I know um, I've seen his name before. He, he's very, we all run in the same circles, right? He's very successful. So I don't think your brain has rusted, but he did have a baby recently. So he may, it may have uh, <laughs> gotten a little preoccupied. No, that's not rusted. That's just, you're just running on two brain cells from lack of sleep. Exactly. In there, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but thank you for the nice words. And, and I agree. Thank you so much, Jay. Um, and I, and I agree also, like, thank you for hiring people. That is definitely an area I need to work on. I don't know what it is, why I don't want to hire it's people. Tough. There's it's no really reason. tough. I mean, I honestly, I'm a, I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm, I'm working yeah. on it. I feel like I need to go to some kind of AA meeting for control freaks, but <laughs> I would probably try to control the meeting. Uh, so, you know, but like my, my, we have such a great 
relationship now. And then yeah. my, my VAs know me so well that it's like, I've, I mean, it's very rare that I will say all five of these designs are good to go. But if I'm making any kind of revision, it's an easy one that they can do in like two seconds. Usually yeah. it's like, Hey, this is kind of covering this word, this graphics can, can you can just kind of move this up like a, you know, yeah. couple inches or whatever. But you know, they're, they, they know me now, they know the types of designs that I look for. So um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's it's good. There's a question here in the the group uh, about um, these great designers. Why wouldn't they want to do their own T-shirt or do they? That is an awesome question, and certainly something that I thought about quite a bit when I first hired uh, the the talent that I got. And here's the thing: I'm the one taking the risk, not them. Mm -hmm. Like, I have twenty four thousand designs. Uh, do all twenty four thousand of those designs sell? No, but I paid for almost every single one of them. Very few designs I've done myself on Canva. Very few. Yeah. So I paid a lot of money to get these designs up. And these guys have made a decent amount of money off of me. But the, all the designs that I sell, I have nine others that don't. So do these guys want to spend the time to open a store, do all the marketing and do all this stuff? No, they just want to do what they do. They want to create these designs and get paid for it. You know, yeah. so I do, they do the design work and I do everything else. Just kind of like we turn the designs over to Amazon and Amazon does everything else. So I've, I, I will say this, um, one of my designers, you know, he told me is like, I've never had anybody come to me with the kind of ideas that you have, which I took as the highest compliment. Uh, and he, he's like, can I please use your design not to sell, but just to sell my port. Cause I mean, I know he works for other people. It's yeah, not yeah. just me and I'm not going to like deny him that. So he uses my designs in his little portfolio blog. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. So, and I don't yeah. have a problem with that. It's not, you know, he's not selling the design. Now I will say this, and I found this very interesting. Like I, I don't even look for my copycats anymore on Amazon. It's a waste of time. They're just yeah. going to be there. It's something we have to live with. And if they, if your design is good and you're on there first and you get a review or two, then it's just, you're going to do well. Yeah. Um, T public. When I first got on T public and I started moving my best selling designs over when I'm researching keywords myself and I look up some keyword, like I type in my title for my merch and it comes up and my exact design comes yeah. up using all my same bullet points, all my same titles. T public is terrible with that. Yeah. But here's the, here's the upside. I will send T public an email and it's like, here's my, my Amazon listing. And you can see here is the date that it was posted September, you know, 10th, 2017. Yeah. I, I can't see what the T public person when they posted it, but I know it's not before when I posted it, right. the guys that are working at T public can, they can see when it's been uploaded. So I have taken down, I've, two dozen people like I've had accounts removed and they don't, and they don't, they take it very seriously. They don't just take down the offending design. They take, they terminate their accounts. Wow. And I mean, at first I felt kind of bad about it, but then I was like, you know what? Screw that guy. He, not only did he have one of my designs, he has like a couple and dozen of my been designs. And making money on it all these years. And exactly. And I didn't know anything about T public. So it's yeah. like, yeah. So I got on and, and, you know, took my, my rightful, you know, Nice. To the throne, whatever have you. So, but yes, no, they don't do their own t-shirts because they just, they don't want to, they just want to make designs and, and that's yep. what they're, they're trained to do. So, all right, next well, question. This, this has been amazing. I, I mean, it's already been an hour and 20 minutes. So you, you uh, 
Well, he wants to stay. I'll, I love I'll this. I'll keep going. I'll keep Look going. Oh my God. It makes me so happy. My kids, my, my daughter's at marching band practice and my other daughter is making herself Chinese food. And so she may come in here in a little bit and let me Aww. take whatever she's making. So, I mean, I got time. Well, this is such a guy's. I'm just please, glad I'm not studying for four hours. This I'd rather be doing comment that, and you know? thank Jay for this. Cause <laughs> this is really like above and beyond. Um, sure. This is the kind of thing. And speaking of which people like say like, why would anyone give tips and everything? I love it when people are just so free with their information. Like you've just been so free with like help and you're helping your competitors. So thank you. Thank hey, you Debbie. For that. Somebody actually put up something about Scanner Monkey that's already gone up about uh, we used to do this thing where we, if you've ever seen the, the show Family Guy, there was a, an evil monkey in Family Guy and they yeah. made a, a, like a, a little action figure of the evil monkey and he's like, you know, pointing at something like he points at Chris in the show. If anybody has ever seen Family Guy, and we used to use that, we'd all go looking for this monkey at. I think it was sold at was it it's either CVS or Walgreens, and uh -huh. uh, we would find the monkey, we'd buy it, and then when we did our bolos, be on the lookout, like, hey, look for this garden hose at Walmart. It's like nine bucks selling for ninety, and you put the little toy monkey pointing at it. Oh. That was like the scanner monkey kind of motto in a way. And yeah. so, like she just said, she she sold her her evil monkey on eBay. I hope you made some money off of it. Uh, oh I still have one of mine, like mint condition, still in the package. I, I just, I can't bring myself to get rid of it because it's such a great little memento uh, souvenir of my my time at, at Scanner. Walgreens, yes, there you go. Okay. Ah, <laughs> awesome. So, do we have? I any love other how it's such Facebook? a small, such a small world. Like you get all the it people really is. FBA, eBay. Like we all. Uh, evolve over time. It's so fun to see everyone's progression and everything that they're doing. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the people that are, I still have people that are trying to friend me because they see that I'm an ad. I, I finally had to take myself down as an admin of, of Scanner, now Scanner Society, mm -hmm. uh, because they're like, oh, you know, I, I want to learn more about inventory and, and finding. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't do that anymore. It's, and more power to anybody that does it. I think it's great. It's a great money maker. You can make millions of dollars doing it. And I yep. know some people that have made millions of dollars doing it, but it's just, I don't have the time to do that stuff anymore. And, and yeah. it's just way more fun. Well, for we're me. so glad that you uh, decided to do merch because you're, you're helping all of us. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate thank it. You. Yeah, and, any other uh, questions? I'm, I'm willing say, to hang out and answer any others. Lily's saying totally inspiring. Joy's saying, thank you, Jay. Debbie saying, love listening to Jay. So thank you guys. Another scanner monkey. Yep. So. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, get yourself an AMS account, get yourself a VA, you know, start simple. Just like, Hey, one design a day. You don't have the money for it, but I will say this when you're getting started for those of you who are tuning in that are just getting started, do yourself a favor. Don't plan on making any money. Your first, at least six months. Yeah. You know, just turn around everything 1307. Um, I don't do that anymore. I don't, I don't price anything unless I'm making it. I'll price things where I'm making at least a dollar. I don't do 1307 anymore because I don't have to. Yeah. Um, but when you're starting out, it's a great strategy just to get your shirt ranked. Um, I've always you don't thought have to spend money on all these, you know, fancy programs. I do now because I, I can, but like it's so easy to start this with basically no money at all. I mean, you're just like, you know, designing shirts. If you, if you can get into Canva and use their templates, you're paying, I think that's 10 bucks a month. That's what you pay. 
you know, mm-hmm. and when you get to where you're like, okay, I mean, my best selling, some of my best selling shirts are white font and that's mm-hmm. it. And yep. dark shirts, we all know dark shirts sell better than light shirts. But yep. if you have a shirt that's doing really, really well on a dark, you better get on there and reverse it like you're doing a negative of it and put it on some light shirts because I'm here to tell you it'll sell probably one for every three that you do of the dark shirts, but it's it still sells in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So. Yeah, I've done that before too. Um I'm not doing K I'm not doing KDP. I I, I have two books up, two journals <laughs> that I used uh designs from my merch shirts and I think I've sold like a whopping three of those. And I, 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 I think it's amazing. KDP, I think is a great opportunity. And I know people that are making really good money doing it. Yeah. I, again, it's just a time thing. Time I, thing, I, I yeah. have so much time and I think quite honestly, I just really enjoy this side of it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and getting on T public and doing it again. And it's, it's, it's been fun, but I, yeah, I would love to be able to, if I didn't have a Do day everything. job, I would be all over KDP. Absolutely. I think it's smart to to keep a balance though, because I think sometimes it can be just too much. Like I think that's what I'm running into where it's like just yeah. so much just merge, merge, merge. And then with doing the show and everything too. Like I think yeah. it is nice to have like other things. Like I've been making sure I spend time doing with friends and doing other things and spend a lot of time outside this summer. Like you need to you need to switch things up and not have it be so like <laughs> focused on one thing. Yeah. I mean, and uh, well, I mean, okay. So I've got a day job, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, I got my, I got my two kids that live here, uh, that, you know, I got to get them off to school and I'm generally the one that gets up early and gets them all ready. And then there's the day job. And then I come home and reward myself after dinner with doing some merch stuff. Uh, I say reward myself because I honestly, I do enjoy doing it still and coming up with different ideas and or seeing something out in the wild. I call it out in the wild. Like, you know, I go and shopping with my daughter because she's not driving yet. And and like I'm hobbling around behind her and uh, I'm literally just got my phone out and another app that I use all the time. And if anybody wants, I can send a list of all the things that I use. But I I do that that. and the spreadsheet. That'd be amazing. And Teresa, we do see your comments. too, but ever notice something I always have just ready to go. So it's like, you know, I have a file, it's like, you know, merch ideas, uh, you know, illustrations, merch ideas, vector drawings, different categories. So I'll open it up and it's like, I'll see a shirt and I'll just kind of type it in there. Oh, here's a really cool cruise shirt that I saw. I want to do that, but I want to switch whatever around. So like, I don't, I used to be like all about just buying lists just to try different things out. Like Michael Essen, he's got a great newsletter where he like gives you different yeah. ideas. Like, oh, Martitian. I never thought about putting up a Mortician shirt. And then I put it up and then I'm I, selling it, you know? And I commented that. on that. He did like vegan and Halloween like a couple years ago. And I was yeah. just like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, and exactly. I put a few up and they, they, still, zombies. Yeah. they still sell every, <laughs> I, I looked up like phrases that I forget how I looked it up, but some kind of like catchphrases or something that vegans say, or, or like, I don't know. So I looked up stuff and then I combined it with Halloween. So one of them was like uh, fleshes for zombies or something. I don't remember what I did, but it was somehow like this vegan thing with yeah. having to do with not wanting to eat meat. Um, I'm always scared of like outing somebody's design. I mean, I used to get in trouble for outing people's products when I was on scanner mug. It's like, you shared my bolo. Now I won't make any money. But, uh, you know, design wise, <laughs> one of my favorites that I that I saw was it's a vegan zombie 
but instead of saying brains, he's saying grains and he's like, there's like a loaf of bread or something or, or <laughs> maybe it was cauliflower. I don't remember what it was, but it was just kind of, kind of so funny. funny. Yeah. The niches are always, uh, are always interesting. So Teresa, there's another you, X scanner monkey too. She's yeah. the only one commenting on YouTube. You, we did see here. Let me post one of your YouTube. I don't know comments. where people are commenting from. This, she, this, so Teresa, we did see it. It was just other comments were coming in. We probably didn't say anything, but she said thank you for this um, for the spreadsheet. So we who is three C on the road? That that that's picture Teresa. looks familiar. That's, that's Teresa. Teresa. Oh, because it's also showing up as Teresa on Taveros. She went on Facebook because she felt like she was the only one on YouTube. Oh, so she okay. went over to Facebook. So yeah, Teresa, but we do yeah. see you both places, Teresa. So whichever one you prefer. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, get get yourself on, sell it for 13. Buy hell, buy 25 shirts yourself. Get get teared up because I'm gonna I'm telling you, and you probably hear this all the time, maybe. I don't know, but like you're going to want to get as many designs up as you possibly can. Now we got all these new markets to deal with before October 1st, because come October, you're going to be swimming in it. There's just, that's generally when it starts. I mean, there's, there's some business I'm actually doing worse this month than I did last month. Last month I made like 12 K in royalty and I was stunned. I was like, how, like, I always thought July, traditionally July and August have been my slowest months. Very different this year yeah. with, with everybody being home, like yeah. everybody shopping online. This year. I think once school started, it kind of went back to somewhat normal. Now it's like, I've got this roller coaster of, you know, yeah. I, if I get less than a hundred a day, I get pissed. That's how <laughs> spoiled you get once you get past awesome. a certain level. And then I go into my little mastermind group and it's like, I see these screenshots of like, yeah, I only got 500 a day. It was a really terrible day. And I'm like, <laughs> I <laughs> love it. Way just, better than you, you know. There's just no limit. That's the thing. Because I remember when it first came out, and people are like, "Oh, well, you know, how could you, you know, as more people are joining, like, how can you ever sell that much?" And I just kept knowing, I'm like, "There's no limit to this." Like, there really is. And you guys yeah. are proof of it. I mean, there's it, only a limit to your time. You know, that's why it's always good to have somebody helping you out. It's it's time is the most valuable resource in this business. It's not money. You don't need money. I mean, it helps, it helps scale without a doubt, but like getting started, you know, I, I, again, I kind of cheated because I had somebody who's already doing fairly well and she was working for me and yeah, I just, kinda, yeah. But I mean, ultimately if, if you just do some stuff on Canva and do it yourself, text-based stuff, you'd be, you'd be surprised. Look, I mean, go on Merch Informer. Look at some of the best-selling designs. You know, take out Disney, take out Marvel, take out Star Wars, and look and at some of the, the hardest. They're not that difficult to make. You know, the hardest part is the first six months or the first, even the whole first year, because it's like you're you have to make it through all those smaller tiers first, and um, once you can get through that, it just picks up steam. And every time you get tiered up, you have thousands more slots available. Um, so just getting through that first year is really, if you can do that, you're golden. <laughs> oh yeah. The first year is the tough. It really, I mean, it's, everybody says it and it's, it's absolutely true. It is a marathon. Yeah. You know, if you're just getting started now, I mean, it's a good time to start because you know, your business generally is five times better in December. Yeah. Um, but you know, your first six months, you're learning things and, and just be a sponge. I mean, yep. I, 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 everybody says, oh, multitasking, you should never multitask because you're doing like three things terribly. And I'm always preaching that I multitask like crazy. But yeah. if you do it properly, 
like you're in your car. Like I'm in my car all the time because I'm driving to accounts. I'm going to restaurants. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to buyers. So like Houston's a big town. So mm -hmm. just getting from my house to my first account could probably be 45 minutes. I can knock out a podcast. I can knock out, you know, a YouTube video. I have certain people that I listen to that I respect. And now I'm trying to really learn more about the non-merch side of things, the Redbubble and Public. So my videos have been more about that and how to rank better there. And so like, just go find, again, go into Merch Informer, go through every single one of the videos, go to, go to, you know, listen to some YouTube videos. And if you want a list of them, I can give you that as well. People that I followed that have helped me out. And, and uh, I, you know, I'm just like when I was a scanner, I'm like, I just want to pay it forward. I had so many people that I, that helped me out so much. And uh, a lot of them just went in different directions. Like Matt, I can tell you, Matt, like he crushes it. Matt Carlett. And I, I don't know. I think you've had him on your show, haven't you? I, th I asked him, but I, I think it never quite worked out the timing of it. Um, yeah. I don't think he's ever been on this show. Well, but now, if he like, ever wants to, he's invited. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll try to get him on, you know, I he, did uh, ask him. So, okay. Ask him again for me. I've got his ear. I've got his ear. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, Matt is, uh, he's, he was so, encouraging in those frustrating early months. And they were really frustrating. I was like, well, you know, these are good designs. Why are they not selling? And then I would, I would just show them my design. And that's another thing. If you can get a mastermind group and make it small, you know, mm -hmm. it's one thing to like be in, in like your group's 11,000 people. If I go in there and I share a design, I'd be right. really scared that everybody's going to copy it and whatever. But if you've got a group of like 11, 12, 20, whatever, it's like, Hey, can everybody critique this and tell me what I'm doing wrong? If I'm missing some keywords or whatever can, you know, Best, best money I ever spent, honestly, I, I went to the merch conference when it was mm. in uh, Seattle and mm -hmm. I sat down with Ken. We all know Ken Real. Yeah. He's the, yeah. the merch fairy. And I just pulled up some of my designs. And this guy, I mean, he's has a bit of a graphic design from like a sign company he used to work for. Yep. And, you know, he's got good designers working for him. I was like, you know, I, why is this not selling better? And he's like, well, and then he just kind of went through one by one. You know, you need to change these colors out. You need to change this out, this out, this out. And so, like, I learned so much in just a half an hour with him that I would put up against maybe six months of listening to something online. Yeah. Those those in-person things, which, you know, it sucks. We're in this COVID pandemic right now. And yeah. it's, nobody's doing any kind of conference, right? But when things return to that semi-normal phase, spend the money, go there, meet people, you know, carpool, yeah. buy them lunch, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. This stuff, you can learn. we can learn a lot of stuff doing this stuff and it's very yeah. interactive and all that, but like just sitting down with somebody and just going through. And design. I would say, don't be afraid to ask because sometimes people are like, well, how would I find that mastermind? Or how do I like, um, how do I find people? Sometimes you can just like comment on people's posts and kind of start to get to know them that way. And then, it, and then put just post. put up a post. That's it. And then that's just try to send them a message. A young lady put a post up in a big group saying, I'm at 20,000. I want 10 people that are also either 20,000 or above that we can help each other out. Amazing. And I'm just like meekly raise my hand and send her a PM. And that's then I'm in. She's like, oh, I, I did yeah. that. I did that at a conference. Have you ever been to the unconference? Well, no, but I've heard of it. Okay, well, I went to it, um, and it was right before I started Merch Money, and I I did a post in the group of everybody at the unconference, and I'm like, and I said, I'm at tier two K on Merch. Does anybody want to talk about Merch at this conference? 
And everybody all weekend came up to me. They asked me if they could join my group. And I'm like, yeah. my group? Like, I didn't have a group. I was like, what are you talking about? And then that's how I started Merch Money a few months later, because everybody wanted to join my group that didn't exist. So yeah. look at you now. <laughs> yeah, that's how I started it. Strong. That's but awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just putting yourself out there. You'll find people, you'll be able to do it. And Teresa's right. Yes, we do have a mastermind. If you want a smaller group, we have like 50 people in there. Um, so that makes it a little smaller. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, I know there's paid stuff out there too. Yeah. If you don't want to spend the money, don't spend the money. Just, just make your own. People that are either the same boat or a little, I mean, honestly, like my group, uh, I may be in the bottom 20%, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've looked at everybody's all their numbers all the time and we share numbers a lot, mm -hmm. but you know, again, we share so much and it's, it's, it's gotten to where like your group is where we're Etsy and, and, and Redbubble and T public and using orbit kit and using these things to scale your business. So we can all kind of step up together. And it's yeah. been extremely helpful. I mean, I, I like the big groups too, but again, there's just so much people are willing to share in those. If you can, find people on the you know same level or maybe a little bit higher and just that's my dad always said I was like just find people that are smarter than you and surround yourself by them and then that's how you that's grow. That's what I do. Like yeah, that's I started and I, I started the group. I was at tier two K every week interviewing somebody doing better than me. And it's like it's yeah. amazing. I mean thank you and everybody else who's been on the show to help sure. me. Because Can you see how many people are on the show? Like, does it show you like the number of people that are hanging it, out on Facebook or YouTube? It's gone in and out. It's, it's uh, been around 30 or so at a time. Okay. Um, so oh. not, not, we've been a little out of the habit. Like for a while we were really good about always doing Monday and, but we've missed a few and last weekend was Labor Day. So People yeah, are a little out of the habit. Well, I'll tell you this, and I and and I know I said stick around for a little bit longer. My wife just handed me a note. Uh, we're getting we got to go. Okay, we got some stuff being delivered. I didn't realize, so I'm gonna have to uh, take my leave. But I will say this: I, you know, I'm in most of the groups, all most of the merch groups. I'm definitely in in merch money. Um, I'm easy to find. Jay Bain. If if somebody wants to private message me and has like a a question or like you know give me a resource or what have you. I'm, I'm happy to help people out. Like I said, it's a, I, I a big believer in karma and it, you know, what goes around comes around and I, I hope I can help other people just like a lot of people help me out. I wouldn't be where I am today if it went for, you know, Chris Green, Neil Lassen, Matt Carlett, you know, the list goes, I can't even begin to, it would take me an hour to write down all the people that have, that have helped me out. So I'm, I'm happy to help others, uh, out and if you want to have me back on i'm i'm happy to do that as well and and i, I appreciate the scanner monkey uh folks chiming <laughs> in it's nice to see some familiar faces well thank so. you so much jay and have a wonderful night and thank you guys you all too. for watching we'll see sure you next thing. week all right, all right. Bye, take everybody care. see you so right